0: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 760, The Biggest Financial Concerns of Affluent Investors by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com. And I am Dan, I'm your host here on the show. Hope you've had a great week so far and a happy Friday to you. And before we get to our post from Sam, I want to thank SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. SendPro Online software makes it easy to save time and money no matter what you ship or mail. Print shipping labels and stamps right from your desk and access discounted rates. Try it for free for 30 days and get a free 10-pound scale when you visit pb.com slash finance. That's pb.com slash f-i-n-a-n-c-e, pb.com slash finance. Now let's get right to our post as we optimize your life. The Biggest Financial Concerns of Affluent Investors by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com Personal Capital, a digital wealth advisor with over 1.5 million users of its free financial tools, released its 2017 Affluent Investor Report with some interesting data. I used to consult with them between 2013 and 2015 and have been using their tools to track my net worth since 2012. The biggest surprise from one of its surveys is that folks with more than $500,000 in investable assets are most worried about a financially secure retirement. Think about that for a minute. With the median retirement savings for 56- to 61-year-olds in America at only around $20,000, Americans with 25 times that amount cite financial security as their top worry. With $500,000-plus in investable assets alone, one can presume that most survey respondents have net worths in excess of $1 million. After all, about 85% of the typical American's net worth is tied up in their primary residence. I bet most people in the world would consider having $500,000 in investable assets plus a home to be a financial life well done. Therefore, we can conclude that affluent investors have to be one of the most paranoid demographics around, especially since 38% said they are also worried about losing their wealth. So why are affluent investors so paranoid? Most of the people who've been able to amass over $500,000 in investable assets are probably older than 37, the median age in America. Therefore, one can postulate that these investors have lived through the housing crisis and maybe even the 2000.com bubble with a significant amount of assets. They've seen their investments get slashed by a third within 12 months, a couple of times. They know dozens of people who were let go from a job they needed and remained jobless or underemployed for years. When you amass $500,000 plus in investable assets, you naturally start getting paranoid about losing all your money that took years, if not decades, to accumulate. That paranoia only tends to get worse the more money you have in risk assets. After all, it takes a 100% return to get back to even if you lose 50% of your money. Once I accumulated over a million dollars in investable assets, it no longer seemed prudent to allocate all my money towards stocks. Instead, I began piling most of my money into real estate to diversify away from my 401k, my company stock, and my career in equities. Little did I truly realize my diversification starting in 2003 was actually a 5X leverage concentrated bet on San Francisco real estate. The irony with having very little to invest is that you simply don't have much financial worry. Think back to how happy you were in high school, college, or the first few years after work. All you cared about was having a good time and maybe saving a little money on the side for a vacation or a new ride. Is it any wonder why so many of us were happier before the age of 35? It was only until after I built some passive income and started this site did my investing paranoia begin to wane. Writing about your fears is a lot like speaking to a therapist who helps put things into perspective. My top three financial concerns. One, poor investment returns from my rental home proceeds. Although it's been a relief to no longer manage a rental property that comes with a $23,000 a year annual tax bill, I know I'll be disappointed with myself in 20 years when I revisit how cheap I sold it for. The only solution to minimizing disappointment is earning at least a 5% annual return on my proceeds that cause minimal worry. My hope is that real estate crowdfunding, the stock market, and the municipal bond market will provide such an outcome, but I'll never know for sure. Two, a large decline in my online business. My online business is the main reason why I'm not concerned about being financially secure in retirement. The income generated from the business is a buffer to the passive income that is currently being used to provide for my family. But as I look into the future, I'm thinking of taking things down a notch to spend more time with my son and minimize happiness downturns. Less effort generally means less reward unless I can increase productivity. The creation of the FS iTunes channel is one way for me to buy time during the weeks I no longer want to write. It's potentially a new revenue generator as I've already been offered two sponsorship proposals. 3. The Financial well-being of My In-Laws My parents are thankfully financially secure due to their long careers in the US foreign service. They lead frugal lives with no debt, minimal expenses, and have health care and pensions. My in-laws, however, are not as lucky. They're surviving okay, but I want them to be thriving at their age. I want to find a way to financially help them without offending their honor. This is a tricky subject that deserves a dedicated post. Try not to let wealth get in the way of happiness. The amount of financial worry six-figure income earners and high net worth investors have is quite a paradox, but paranoia helps investors accumulate more capital in their lifetimes than those who couldn't give two poops about financial freedom. However, investing FOMO never allows folks to ever be satisfied with how much they have. The key to being financially happy when you're already doing well is to compare your current self to your past self and not to other people. If you can focus on your own progress, dare I say your happiness meter might jump up a point or two. You just listened to the post titled The Biggest Financial Concerns of Affluent Investors by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com. And a big thank you to SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. SendPro Online is an online software that helps you save time and money no matter what you send. This includes letters, packages, overnights, and more. You can compare options between USPS, UPS, and FedEx, and they make it super convenient because it comes with a free 10-pound scale that weighs and calculates rates for you. USPS postal rates are going up in two days, so now is really the best time to try this out. By using SendPro Online, you get discounts of up to 40% off USPS priority mail shipping, and you get 5 cents off every letter you send. No additional equipment is needed. Just log on to your computer and use your own printer to print shipping labels and stamps. SendPro Online is only $14.99 a month and listeners can get a free 30-day trial by visiting pb.com slash finance. Experience the convenience of SendPro Online and try it out for free at pb.com slash finance. All right, that should do it for another week here on Optimal Finance Daily. Thank you so much for being a regular listener and for subscribing to the show. Have a great weekend and I will see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits.